going through. You're gonna make it. God's gonna see you through. Hold your head up. Put a smile on your face.
somebody say that with me. God's got a blessing. If you really believe it. God's got a blessing. Come on. God's got a blessing. recommend a little book to you that I, I'm, I'm sure you could still find it. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Because if I recommend that somebody will say that you believe this or you believe that. But there's some truth to it. And um, it was written by was written it was written by Jerry Seville. And it was written maybe I will. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It was written a long time ago. Over twenty over twenty years ago. Jerry Seville wrote a book and the title of the book was Um It's Satan can't steal your joy. He can't keep you good. I think that that was the name of it. If Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep you good. Um, I bought that book. Yeah, if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep you good. It's a little easy to read book. And when he wrote that book, I think he must have sold about, I don't know, but I know when he first wrote it, he had to have sold about 225, 200, over 200,000 copies way back. I don't know. Let me see. Um, I can't remember exactly when he wrote the book. But anyway, the name of the book 
and I'm sure it's still available. Some of you need to read it. It's on Amazon, Jose said. If Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. And, uh, oh, thank you, uh, Bola. Christianbook.com. Is that is that a PDF? Is is that a PDF? Yeah, you got PDF. So how much is the PDF, uh, Bola? How much is the book at Amazon, Jose? It's not much. It couldn't be much because, oh, it's a free sample. So if you go to g.christianbook.com slash ns slash PDF slash. Bowler say it's 32 pages. It's 32 pages. Now, you ought to be able to sit down and read. Well, everybody reads differently. But for sure, you can read it in one day. It's $5.99 on Kindle. $5.99 on Kindle. And what I was, you know, they say that... um, he came out of the prosperity gospel. That's what that's why I didn't want to recommend it at first. But that's a principle he wrote. That's a truth. So many of you are wallowing in negativity. And so many of you are wallowing that you don't understand that the devil trying to get you off of the fact that you have to prosper. God ordained for you to prosper, not to turn it into a gospel. See how I remembered that book from 20 years ago. It stuck with me over 20-something years. Does it say the year that book was published? I got it on my bookshelf. Okay. Let me see if I can find out. I have it. Um, it doesn't say the copyright date of when it was published, but in that book, he talks about the Satan can't keep your goods. He talks about um, the devil can't deceive you and the devil can't defeat you. But at the end of the book, I think I'm, I'm looking at it now. There's a prayer of salvation. But I think you ought to read this book. You really need to read this book, some of you. Oh, 2002. 2002? Yeah, over 20 years. I read it over 20 years. And the title still comes back to me. So the free sample is 32 pages long, but the paperback and the Kindle version is 157 pages, and it only costs $5.99 on Kindle. So it probably, even the the paperback, it, it didn't cost that much when he wrote it, okay? So I want you to see how you can find it, how you can get that book and read it. Jerry Seville is now Dr. Jerry Seville. And he's very, very successful. I think his church is over in uh, Missouri. But it's a it's a it's a principle. Okay, the paperback on Amazon is $4.99 plus $3.99 shipping. Get the book. Read the book. Because, see, you got a devil. And that devil abides in misery. And that devil abides in fear. And that devil has been here a long time doing what he does. All right? 
Now, don't buy the book. There's some people on this line, you think, you know, look, you must get this. Can I, can I get you to write something? The whole book in PDF. Oh, wait a minute. The whole book. And it's on YouTube. We got a video. Oh, he got a video of, of the same topic on YouTube. Why don't you go to YouTube and look at something that's going to bless your soul instead of looking at all this negative, crazy, demonic stuff? If Satan can't steal your joy, brothers and sisters, he can't take your good. Remember, he's a thief. And even after yesterday, which I got to put away, I'm, I already bought the domain name. I'm putting a, two, about two websites up. Because God wants you disconnected from darkness. And darkness abides in negativity. I'm not saying you have to be, um, you just believe the truth. Just believe the truth. You know, that's all you got to do is just believe the truth. So Jennifer R. says the whole book can be downloaded for free here. PDF Drive dot com slash if dash Satan dash C A N T I don't I don't I don't have all of it uh, Jennifer and and Jerry dot org is, is his website. I'm glad I'm glad God brought him back up. But he brought the book back up. So you can get it for free. You can pay for it. I suggest however you can get it, you need to get it and you need to read it. You see, I'm way off. I used to read seven books a week. I can't do that anymore. time constraints, people, I, I I can't do that anymore. So I'm stuck not even reading two. I read out of three or four at the same time. Is that the whole address, Jennifer? Oh, Jennifer, it's, uh, Bola said that site could be a fishing site. She said, be careful. Why don't you just get up off the four ninety nine and five ninety nine and buy your own? Everything free isn't good, just like all money is not good. You can forego a lunch and buy that book, man. I have thousands of books, and every one of them, some of them I have too. Every one of them, I bought them. I paid for them. They're mine. Buy the book. I mean, why would you not want to invest $6 in yourself? And please don't go to no fishing site. I, I, I've had a the, the 
the, the, I've had hacking up to my chin. You don't want to get hacked ever. It cost it cost me thousands to get unhacked. So anyway, that's a book. I think you will enjoy it, but it's full of life nuggets. It's full of life nuggets. I took Bola's email off because I don't want all y'all flooding her. Just because she said she was sharing free. Free ain't always, you know what? Your salvation wasn't free. It wasn't free to Jesus and it's not free to you. Your salvation cost you everything. Your salvation cost Jesus his life. Your salvation cost God his son. It wasn't free. And everything free ain't worth having. You know, on this line, I have really and truly been trying to help everybody on here and myself as well. Because I'm the first partaker of everything God gives. I'm the first partaker. And then I just share with you. But I want you to understand something. And I'm not being arrogant in me. I don't have to do this. If some people on this line that seem to think they're entitled to me doing this, you're not entitled to nothing. You're only entitled to for what you work for and what you earn. And then it's a lady called me up, trying to talk to me like I was an idiot, thinking that I don't have anything else to do during the course of a day but talk to people on the phone. There are a lot of people that have that time. I don't. You ought to be so thankful it's so many people that need this teaching and this type of teaching. They don't need me, but they need this type of teaching. And prayerfully, one day you'll give it to them. You will pray it forward. But there are people that call, I guess I'm going to talk about this this morning. So if you're guilty, just say, amen, I won't do it again. There are people that call me out pretending, pretending that they would like to, I don't know, I don't know why they think I don't have friends. But I try to tell people, I'm not trying to make friends on this line. I'm trying to share information. So it was like a lady called me up, and she really want to learn this ministry. And so I said to her, I said, why are you calling me? Because I like to get just, you know, lay it on down there. Let's get it over with. I said, why are you calling me? I said, you got blessed. I prayed for you. And now you want to learn this ministry. But you want to call me up under deception. You so want to be my friend. I said, look, I'm not looking for any friends. Because every friend I have, God made them. I let God make my friends. She said, what? I said, what you calling me for? You want information. And you dishonest. Because you won't tell me you want information. You call me up like you some long-lost friend. I said, I don't even want to talk to you. Goodbye. I mean it. 
Don't do that to people. When I need information, I call people up and I say, you know what? You have information that I need. Now, I read such and such and such. Would you care to share some of that information with me? And if you don't, it's okay. But <clears throat> they call me up because they think I have an IQ minus, minus zero. And they'll say, hi, how you doing? So I'm doing fine. And they'll say, they just blurt out their problem. And I'll say, whoa, wait a minute. Who is this? Who are you? Don't you have enough sense to greet me and ask me if I care to get involved with your problem? I said, and since you didn't ask, no, I don't care to get involved with it. Goodbye. So then they say, I'm rude. But they devil make them rude. They call me at 2 in the morning. They call me at midnight. And they seek information. They don't bit more care how I feel or what kind of day I'm in. They don't bit more care if they interrupt us. They don't care about nothing but getting the answer to what they want. So now, after all these years, I just tell them no and hang up. You know, the Bible says there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is destruction. You can get so much more with a little bit of common sense and a whole lot of uh, good manners. Good manners go a long way. They'll call me up and say, well, I'm, I'm praying with so-and-so and so. I say, well, go call them up. What you calling me for? Don't call me up to either uh, um, confirm or I can't confirm somebody else's ministry. I can't confirm or deny what God has given somebody else. Don't call me with that junk. And the Holy Ghost is already telling me this is in this person's heart. Look at him. And I'm going to sit right here on this end of the phone and look right through their heart. And they be lying. Because what they tell you, what I've learned in 30-something years of doing this type of ministry, almost every day, but for sure every week, it used to be every day. I just don't do it every day. I'm too old for that now. But for 36 years, what they call me about is never the problem. It's never the issue. Because what they call me about is what's in their mind. And nine times out of ten, the thought has been planted there by the devil, the same one that's tormenting them. And then we know the devil has some people call me up with one intent, and that's to overcome, because what you don't overcome will overcome you. <clears throat> So their job is to call me up and transfer onto me. The Bible says, guard your heart, for out of it flow the issues of life. I've been in this thing too long not to know to guard my own heart. Unless it's important, you hear me say, I don't tell nobody else's testimony. Because the anointing is on them to deliver that word with spirit and life. And last but not least, hear me this morning. You're not competing with me for nothing. I'm too old. I'm not competing with anybody. And you stupid if you think 
you competing with me. That is just stupid. You're not supposed to be competing with yourself. You're supposed to be competing with anybody. You're supposed to be taking the information, taking the anointing, and going out there and changing the world. And not the world, world, your world. You're supposed to change your world. That's crazy. But the devil done put a lot of crazy stuff in the men and the women of God. I got people who take the information from this ministry, go out and attempt to use it without a foundation. Some of you, before you came on here, you did not have a strong foundation. So I'm going back and forth. I'm ministering to some of you today. I'm ministering to some of you to, to build up that foundation that you didn't get because you started where you were, but you didn't have enough pillars in the ground to carry the anointing, to operate in what God called you to do. So he may have sent you here to get you more established. Stop allowing the devil to trick you. And then you get here, spiritually you in kindergarten, and then the devil's going to send you somewhere else to hear something else. And then you're going to come back to me. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, now, you know what? That's first grade. They done missed kindergarten. They done missed preschool. And they think they're ready to graduate from high school. It's just dumb. And then this is another one, since, since I'm just unloading this morning. It doesn't matter to me where you are in Christ. It matters to God. It matters to God. It matters to God where he intends for you to get to be. If I were you, I would stop taking this teaching for granted. Because I'm going to tell you again, you're not entitled to nothing you don't work for, even in Christ Jesus. You're not entitled. And you're not going to carry this ministry by riding on somebody else's back. You know why? When you get in the middle of the fire, you'll melt. When you get in the middle of the battle, you'll run like a coward because you don't have no foundation because your foundation is not strong. Read the Bible. Run a reference on foundation. And see what God says about a person having a foundation. I'm, I don't have it in front of me because I wasn't even going this way. The Bible says, who goes to war? Who goes to build a house without first counting up the cost? Meaning laying a foundation. It is, Kenyatta, it is, but not to compete with the instructor, not to be, it's people on here, all you're on here for is to find me to say something wrong, because all your life, you've been going around people, learning what you learn from them, and then the devil tell you, tear them down, and run with it, it's yours, crazy, crazy. It's crazy. It'll never be yours because it was never theirs. 
but you cannot accept the fact that it all belongs to God. But you know what, um, Kenyatta? There's something called an unteachable spirit. If you have an unteachable spirit, you ain't even learning nothing from Jesus. Because Jesus can't teach you nothing. And because you don't have a foundation, you don't have nothing for anything to catch a hold to and build upon. Ministry, the Bible says, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. Thank you, Monica. It's not to compete with the instructor. I ain't your competition. As a matter of fact, you don't have no competition. You have an adversary. You have an adversary. And that goes for college too, Nadia. Your job is to learn from the instructor and then take what you learn from the instructor out into the world and use it. You're not competing with your instructor. Your instructor getting a check every week or every two weeks or every month to teach you whatever instructor is teaching you. The instructor already got it. Don't you understand? Well, I can't teach you nothing. But I got about 80 books behind me that says I can teach you what I know. I never had any intention to get out here and build a big ministry. I could have. But I'm a missionary. God made me a missionary. God made me a giver. God made me a teacher. Anointed me to teach. <clears throat> That's why I can pick up any Bible, anywhere, anytime, look in it. And guess what? I'm going to see something about freedom. I'm going to see something about deliverance. Because I am anointed to do that. I heard a preacher say, I can pick up the Bible and I can pick up the Bible anywhere, any chapter, any verse. You can throw me in it, and I'm going to show you faith. Because he was anointed to build up the faith. He's anointed to teach faith for such a time as that, in that particular dispensation. Thank you, Brother Robert. Matthew 5 and 9 in the message. You're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. You know what, brothers and sisters? I've only wanted one thing from God all my ministry life, 36 years. I mean, 30, how many years? 31. But it's really 30-something 30, 30 because <laughs> I, I, I had to go to school and I had to go out and do missions work. You know, the only thing I ever really wanted from God, I ain't asking for no <clears throat> anointing. I didn't even ask. I didn't know nothing about deliverance. I didn't know nothing about healing. I knew the Baptist Bible. And my preacher, my pastor said, the Bible is right. <laughs> That's what he used to, as he taught about Daniel and the lion's den. The Bible is right. As he taught about the Ten Commandments. As he ministered salvation every week. Because he was a Baptist. And how he ministered prayer. You got to pray. You got to know how to pray. And I would sit right there and listen. 
nobody is trying to hold you back. I only wanted one thing. And right now, I'm sitting in it. Only thing I ever wanted, believe it or not, was a church that I could live in. In my heart, in my heart's desire, I want to live in the church. I can't tell you why other than the God that put that in my heart. But I knew I needed to live in the church. The people around me will tell you. Jose could tell you. He, Brad Joe could tell you. My own husband. I looked for this church right here. Everywhere I went. I was always looking for this church, but I did the best I could do wherever I was. I had a 20-acre ranch, still a 20-acre rehabilitation ranch. I gave it away to another ministry. I've given away houses and cars and money. Giving them away, you hear me? And in case you don't believe me, I can prove it to you. I can show you over 50 properties. More than that, huh, Brother Joe? 100 with, with, with my ministry name on them. And then the deed was transferred. Gave them away. How you going to compete with somebody else's mission? I didn't have a ministry mission. I had a mission mission. I have sat right here and built a church in Paraguay. I'm on this podcast because God put me on here. And let me tell you what I learned. It doesn't take a million people. A million people is great. But God can do with three or two or one whatever he wants done. So you need to get loose from that stuff. As you disconnecting from darkness, you need to disconnect from all that crazy stuff. And let me tell you something. Every time God sends me somewhere on a mission, I never have money. I never have money to do nothing. So you lying to yourself if you think money is stopping you. It takes a heart toward doing what God asks you to do. And then it takes a foot. It takes a heart to do it, and it takes a foot to step out in it to activate it. Stop calling me with the Mickey Mouse games. Don't you know the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit taught me something. I'm going to share it with you. And it was a lady. It was a Spanish lady. So, you know, you know why I minister to people of, the, of, 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 I don't know how to explain it. But I was praying one night. I was sitting by um, the ocean. I used, I love to pray by the ocean. And I heard this voice. And the voice was loud and thundering. I thought it was a wave coming off the ocean. And the voice said, 
Glorious Dios Jesus Christ. I said, what is that? <laughs> I said, what is that, God? He said, you'll live it out. And that's all he said. He said, you'll live it out. He said, you will live it out. I said, okay. And right about that time, the police tapped on my window of my car. They said, are you okay? They said, you're the only, only car here. I said, you know what? I, I'm all right. I told the officer, I said, I must have dropped off to sleep. I didn't drop off to sleep. God put me in a trance. And I know then I went and asked somebody, what did that mean? That's that's how you that's how you get what you want. You ask people. You ask them. See a whole bunch of people in this Christian walk, Christian body. You've been so demonized, you don't even have life skills. You missed it. So God got to catch you up. It meant glory to God, Jesus Christ. I'm sure I messed it up, but I found out it was in Spanish. Did I go out and try to make something happen? Uh Uh-uh. The only thing I've gone out and try to make happen is I try to make people know Jesus. I try to make people understand that they must. They must have a relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. An intimate, personal one-on-one. I never asked God for no gift. I never asked God for nothing. I don't have to. He gives it to me to make me a more effective witness. He gives it to you to make you a more effective witness. He don't give it to you. You know what the problem is? Some of you think you're going to take the things of God and you're going to just use it for you and your family and selfish. You and your husband, you and your kids. That is why you don't grow. That is why you're miserable on the inside. You'll never be happy in Christ being selfish. Self-centered, self-motivated. You know why? God is a giver. He gives with his own self. He gives you his own Holy Spirit to dwell in you. That It doesn't get any bigger than that. He gives you his word as instruction how to live. Not how to survive. You ought to think about getting it together. You ought to think about disconnecting. God abides in light, not in darkness. He gives you a mind. He even tells you, you don't have to function in your mind. It's messed up. Take on the mind of Christ. But the devil, the devil tell you, you're going to get it easy. No, you're not. The devil tell you, you can take it from somebody else. No, you can't. 
The devil tells you you can copycat, steal somebody else's identity. No, you can't. God can have three people, and God can speak the same scripture to all three and give all three a different revelation of it. Wake up! We serve a big God, big! Yet he made you individually, individually, in preparation for his plan of you even coming to this earth, of him allowing your mother and father's egg and sperm to connect. You see, the connection begins there. The disconnect took place in the Garden of Eden. And God, he took some angels with some flaming swords Because Satan's plan was for fallen man to go in the garden and eat and live in a fallen state forever and ever and ever. But Jesus said, I'll go. I'll go and save them from eternal hell and eternal damnation. Don't believe these lies. The Bible says they're coming down from heaven, a new Jerusalem on this earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. Heaven and earth may fade away, but the word of the Lord is going to remain and stand strong. And brothers and sisters, the best you could do is right now. Disconnect from your present day darkness and allow the light of Jesus to shine within you. A city that is set upon a hill. A city that is set upon a hill. Full of the light and the life of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Get rid of your present-day darkness. Psalm 51, your transgressions, even against being taught. Not by a person, but by God's own Holy Spirit. Do his own word. Stop. Because let me tell you something. No man or no woman has a heaven or a hell to put you into. And God doesn't put you in hell. Are you hearing me? You put yourself in hell. When you come into agreement with the devil, you put yourself in hell. When you come into agreement with the devil, you try to drag your kids in hell. When you come into agreement with the devil, you try to drag your spouse, your mate, your relationship, your job, everything. You try to drive it to hell. But you see, hell wasn't made for you and me. It wasn't made for me. I'm living every day not to go to hell. I don't want eternal damnation. 
It's not for me. Well, why? Because they know me in hell. I done cast out so many demons. They know my name in hell. And I'm glad about it. So, I thought I was going to ask some of you, but, you know, this is not, if the truth is needed, do like you always do. You can throw it away, toss it aside, whatever. It's still the truth. Still the truth. Brothers and sisters, thank you for indulging me this morning in the name of Jesus. I hope I said something. And always remember this. The same thing you're dealing to me or anybody else is coming back to you. You're going to receive it back the way it works. And then you say, oh, man, I remember when I used to do my mom or my daddy like that. I remember when I did, my teacher in school was trying to teach me the very thing I need right now. I'll see you tomorrow. I will see you tomorrow. Understand this. I'm going to see you either on earth or I'm going to see you in heaven. See you. Y'all ready to go to church?
I posted something in the chat room. Those of you on the blog talk can't see it. But I put, God will make your dream come true. My dream was to live in and have a church that I could be close to God and minister in 24-7 without anybody else closing the door, telling me it was too long or that I shouldn't be casting out demons and teaching what he told me to teach. Stick with God. Stay close to God. Whatever he has put in your heart, in your heart for you, will come true.